I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. There's some memories that just stick with us more than others. There's these moments in life that change who we are, how we view the world, how we show up, the actions that we take. Well, how do we create those kinds of moments for people going through our programs? I'm going to be talking about that in this episode as we dive into some of the key principles taught in one of my favorite books, The Power of Moments. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. Why are there certain memories in life that seem to stick with us much longer than others? Why can we have a week-long experience and yet there's only a few key moments that we remember? Why are there certain things that happen in our life that cause us to change our worldview or become a better version of ourselves or get us to take immediate action? Well, there's actually a science behind that. There's a book that talks all about it called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. Now, these guys know what they're talking about. Chip is a Stanford professor and a graduate school of business. Dan is his brother, equally wise. And the book is absolutely incredible. So I highly encourage you to read it. But I want to talk about one particular thing that he talks about in the book, which is about how to create peak moments. Because basically what they're saying in the book is like, look, there are so many things that we experience in our life, but there are only a few moments that we will actually remember. So how do we know what those moments are. And as a business owner, as somebody who is creating an experience, a program for somebody, how do we actually work to create meaningful and memorable moments for the people who are in our programs? Well, some moments are memorable simply because of timing. You know, one of the things they talk about in the book is that we tend to remember how something ends more than we remember anything else in the middle, which is why Disney, in fact, has spent so much time focusing on the beginning and the end of your experience in their parks. But it's also why when you have a bad breakup with somebody who you had maybe a great relationship with for a year or even more, and you have a bad breakup, you remember the bad breakup and you remember them and think about them in light of that breakup and not necessarily the one or two great years that you had together. So we can definitely control the end of somebody's experience with us, and it is why I talk so much about that cancellation process, that failed payment process, making sure that we recognize that just because somebody is leaving our program, it doesn't mean we want to write them off. That person can, one, come back, two, refer, or three, just become a great person who speaks well of us in the marketplace. So we want to make sure that ending experience is really positive. But then there's experiences that are memorable because they're pits. 
They are the tough times that we walk through in life. If you're anything like me, as I'm sure you are because you're human, you have lots of pit moments in your life that maybe you remember, but you might wish that you could actually forget. But then there are peak moments. And the peak moments are those moments that are really life-changing or perspective changing. They make a difference. They leave us feeling good when we think about them. In fact, there's even a psychology around how when you remember a peak moment, it actually releases similar endorphins, if you will, hormones in your body that take you back to that place and to that feeling. It's why reflecting on positive experience can help not only solidify that feeling and that experience, but it can actually boost your mood. So what does it take to create a peak moment for somebody? Well, Dan and his brother, Chip, break it down very simply. They call it their EPIC framework, E-P-I-C. So E is for elevation, P is for pride, I is for insight, and C is for connection. Yeah. That's right, connection. One of my four pillars in creating a thriving community. Now, before I dive a little bit more into these, what I want you to realize is that you don't actually have to incorporate all four of these to create a peak moment. In fact, if you think back on some of the peak moments in your life, for example, one of the peak moments in my life was the day that I had my last day of working my corporate job and I walked into my home from my garage, opened that door, and it was covered with balloons. There were balloons I, I, from the floor to the ceiling balloons. And my husband was waiting on the other side to celebrate me. And the decision that I made in that big transition moment in my life, that was definitely a peak moment for me that elicits a lot of really good feelings. But it doesn't have all four of these elements. Now, obviously, the more of these elements you have, the stronger that peak memory probably is. But you can get a peak memory even if you just have one of these elements at play. So the first one, moments of elevation, this is about rising above everyday struggles. Now, I immediately start thinking about so many of us who are talking about problem solution frameworks when we're selling people into our program. We're helping them identify a problem or a future aspiration for themselves. We are helping them see the gap, right? Then we're telling them, we have the solution for you. Come join my membership, my program, my course, whatever it might be. Work with me as a consultant. Then we're telling them, like, we're gonna, we are going to help you overcome this struggle that you're facing in your life or in your business. Now, it's fascinating because I think often we're like, oh, okay, so they can't have that moment of elevation until they're on the other side, till they've actually experienced the result. But that's not true. So what they talk about in the book is about how you can boost sensory appeal, raise the stakes, break the script. They have an in-depth framework, which is why I highly encourage you to read the book, But one of the things that I think is most compelling is that it's a lot of times about the element of surprise. It's about something that gets you out of the mundane. So it's not just, it's not necessarily like, oh, you've achieved this result. You no longer have this problem or this challenge anymore. It's about giving you a little bit of a lift from the day-to-day mundane activities that you walk in. It's that element of surprise and different 
that we get when we experience something new for the first time, which is often why that is memorable. It's why often I like sending personalized videos to people because it's not something that they expected. It's a little bit of an element of surprise. It's why oftentimes people will send things in the mail to people who buy their programs because again, it's a little bit of a rise above of the day-to-day. And some of this will come from the expectations that we set for them. And often in our community, we're setting higher expectations for them. We are causing them to experience a new kind of community. Maybe it's the first time that they hop on a Zoom call and they share on a Zoom for the first time and they are validated and loved by you and everybody else in the room. That can be a moment of elevation. But there's lots of aspects to this, but I just want to get you thinking about how can we help create something that is an interruption in their everyday in a positive way, experience of something new, something that is boosting the senses, that's appealing to sides of them that doesn't necessarily get appealed to on a regular basis. It's like that feeling that I had when I was standing over the Grand Canyon with my family and seeing it for the first time and first off being terrified because y'all probably don't know this, but there are no railings at the Grand Canyon, y'all. So glad I had my kids in their strapped in backpack things. Long story short, standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and you look out above that and you see how just how far it goes, farther than my eyes could see that day. That is an elevation moment that I won't forget. And I definitely won't forget the fact that it sleeted on us. It was literally cold rain and cold sleet. We didn't have umbrellas. It was not a pleasant experience, but a memorable one at that because of all of the sensory appeal that it had. But ask yourself, how can you create these interruption moments, these moments of elevation that are positive experiences for people inside of your community. Now, the second thing, the P stands for pride, moments of pride. And if you've listened to my episode on the progress wheel, this speaks immediately to the progress wheel. That's the first thing that I think about is, yes, how can we get them attached to the purpose, get them taking action because they have a clear next step, they take that action, and then they're celebrated and elevated and recognized for taking that action. That's what we want to connect. It's not just that internal pride, which is important when we accomplish something, but it's the recognition, the recognition of that accomplishment. So we have these milestones that we can create inside of our program. Listen back to my episode of on gamification if you're not familiar with incorporating milestones into your business. But we have to find moments of pride in the little things. It's why we talk about celebrating the small wins and not just the big wins, not just waiting for that end result, because those moments of pride come even with uh, the recognition of the small accomplishments that they have. Now, it's important to realize that just because we recognize somebody doesn't mean that they are going to experience that moment of pride. Oftentimes we give recognition and then people have these gremlins in their head that are still telling them they didn't do enough, they're not enough, this isn't good enough, that's not really not going to help them. So in our recognition, I really like us to be thinking about how we can connect the dots in their own brain to help it become a moment of pride because they, they are recognizing themselves for the progress that they've made. The third piece, so we have elevation, pride, and then the third piece is insight. Insight is about gaining a new 
understanding. So they call it like rewriting your understanding of the world, but it's just giving you a new perspective. It's giving you a new approach. And there's a few ways that you can do this. He talks about tripping over the truth and he talks about stretching for insight and having mentors. But I actually, right before recording this, actually just got off of a podcast interview and we were talking about the importance of coaching people in our programs. So often people get into our programs and they have a certain belief or a certain way of doing things. And we are too afraid to push up against that. We're not pushing people. We're not challenging their perspective and challenging their way of thinking or their way of doing things or their way of living or their standards for themselves because we don't want to ruffle some feathers. But in doing so, we can create these memorable moments of insight that can literally change the trajectory of their entire life. I think about it this way. If you pay a doctor to help you figure out what is wrong because you're having some back pain, for example, and you go to the doctor, he analyzes your back pain, he hears you out. He now says, I understand your problem. This is what we do as marketers. We understand your problem and I have a solution. I have a prescription. I know what you need to do. I know the exercises. I know the habits you have to change and the habits you have to create in order to solve this. And then that patient looks at them and says, yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. If the doctor looks at them and says, okay, great, thanks. Have a nice day. Would you consider that to be a great doctor? Would you consider that to be a doctor that clearly cares for his or her patients? No. No, you wouldn't. You would think that person is just out to make a buck. So why is it any different when somebody gets into our program and we are hesitant to challenge them. We are hesitant to coach and push them and to cause them to stretch. And in that stretching, they learn. They learn that they're more capable than they ever thought they were. They'll learn that they're smarter than they ever thought they were, that they can do more than they ever thought they could, that they can accomplish more in a day than they ever thought they could, that they can have friendships and connection and possibility and break the glass ceiling of what they think their financial capacity is or their health capacity. As somebody who is leading in a program, that is our job. That is our job. It is to coach and to provide the opportunity for them to have moments of insight because they're learning to view themselves and the world and possibility in a new way. They get to experience a new truth. They get their truth is tested, if you will, a new reality for them new insight about how to look at their work, how to look at their family, how to look at how they show up as an individual, as a parent, whatever it is that you're teaching them, those moments of insight can be really life changing. So we have moments of elevation, moments of pride, moments of insight, and then finally moments of connection. And y'all know I'm going to love this one. If you're not familiar with my community cultivated framework, It is the foundation of everything that I teach about how to create a thriving community. You can go back and you can listen to the first four episodes of this podcast, or you can find me on Instagram, DM me, or comment the word training, and you'll get sent a seven-minute training that walks you through that framework. But the fourth pillar is connection because it is so valuable. The connections that we have in our life, those are memorable. Those social connections can be leveraged to really create peak moments, when we feel understood, when we have um, shared meaning, when connection gets deeper because we've walked through an experience, a shared experience with somebody else. And it just makes moments in life matter 
even more. A moment matters more when you have a friend going through it with you or when you have a family member going through it with you. And here's the cool part. People can go through our programs and I'll admit like this is my community training program is in a lot of ways, it is a solo ride because it is a self-study. Now I'm there with you. I'm supporting you along the way, but there's not a community going through it with you. And the advantage of having the community is that that peak moment feels even more elevated when there are other people going through it with me. There are other people to see and to recognize the progress that I'm making. There are other people surrounding me that I can attribute to that moment. There are other people that are witness to that moment in my life, and I have a deep connection with them, and we did it together. I think about my friends, Sarah and Heidi and Christy, and there's many more of them, Gretchen, who are in what we call this creative club, but they connected in a program years ago. They all were in the same niche, so they identified together because they were all in the creative and artistic niche. They started meeting together and going through the program together, and now they do life together. They travel with their families. They go on vacations together. They're still talking years later to this day. And that has made that program a peak experience for them, not because of the program itself, but because of the ties, because of the relationships that they built within that program. You know, these defining moments, they make a big difference in our belief in ourselves, and what's possible for us and how we feel about and reflect on certain experiences. So if you only have somebody for three months or six months, ask yourself the question of, would they leave? with a peak moment? Would they leave with a defining moment that they're going to look back on their career or their life or whatever it might be and go, that was a turning point for me. That was a memorable moment for me. I looked at things differently after that. I showed up differently in my life after that. My business grew because I learned, I had this new insight and approached everything differently. I had these connections that I will always attribute to that program. That's the power of moments. And there's so much more in this book. I really want you to read it and to go in depth. But I think these four pillars and really thinking about how do we create peak moments for people inside of our programs is really important. That moment of elevation where we're interrupting patterns and breaking the script or we're appealing to senses and experiences or a moment of pride where They have accomplished something, no matter how small, but they are recognized. They see that they've achieved a milestone. They are recognized for the step that they've taken, for the way that they've stretched, for the way that they've been courageous and rewarded for doing so in that internal pride, in that recognition. And then the moments of insight where our learning is stretched, our perspective is stretched, the way we view the world or the way we view our career or the way we view parenting is all shifted because of this new framing and because of the coaching that we've given them to push them, to stretch them just a little bit more. They learn more about their career, about their aspirations, about themselves, about the world. And then that moment of connection where they form these unique ties, the social connection that make moments matter more, that give deeper meaning to life experiences. 
How are these elements being woven in to different aspects of your program? So if you are in the area of onboarding and really crafting a new program, I want you to be thinking about this. If you are in the gamification side, I want you to go back and listen to that gamification episode and then come and go, okay, in our different milestones, how are we layering in one or two of these elements, right? These defining moments are really important. And when people end your program, when people walk away from your membership, when people walk away from your course or group coaching program, are they going to have a memorable moment, a defining moment that they can look back on in a tribute to the investment that they made in your program? I hope so. I hope so. And, and sometimes it does happen unintentionally, but I want to encourage you and me to get a little bit more intentional about creating these defining moments. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.